There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is Monday, everybody, and it is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And it is the start of another week, but it is a sad start of this week over here at My Talk 1071. And I know for all of you listeners, um, if you are just tuning in and you have not heard the news throughout the day or late on Friday, uh, we are coming to you this morning, less a few members of our team. And uh, like many other industries, we have not been untouched by uh, the economy during this COVID-19 crisis. And as a result, we've had to say goodbye to two very, very valuable members of our team on the air and many off the air and also many on other stations that surround us. So it has been uh, a a difficult weekend, I will say, um, to put it mildly. So. Today, we are talking specifically about Donnie Love from Lori and Julia and Ryan Perpich from Donna and Steve. And you just heard, uh, I know Donna and Steve talk about that throughout their show. And I know Jason this morning talked about it a little bit. And Lori and Julia talked about it on Friday. Um, a lot has been said. And we are here now to say more. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think, you know, we can just start with our own gut reactions. Uh-huh. Um, and I will tell you guys that, well, I don't want to go first. Why? Fine. I'll go first. Um, there's a couple, you know, it it is, it's so hard because I think about these wonderful people that we've worked with and spent time with and shared a lot with. Um, and I know that this is uh, a difficult time for them, right? Mm -hmm. Obviously that's, it's so obvious, um, because they've lost their jobs, um, it is hard for us as their coworkers because I hear this a lot um, on social media and from other people. And actually, you hear this a lot when somebody's sick for the day and gone. They'll say the show isn't the same. And that's the truth. I mean, the show is never the same when when vital members of that show, the way you know it, are gone. Mm-hmm. And so um, that is going to be the hard part of this change. Um, when people say it won't be the same without you, that is a hundred thousand gajillion times true because it won't be the same. Nobody will be able to adequately and, and, um, and, uh, seamlessly fill the shoes of Ryan or of Donnie. Um, for goodness sake, Donnie's a legend. He's, Mm -hmm. he's been in this business 
in this town for a hundred years and here at the radio station for almost 18 years. Um, and that is a large feat in radio. Um, Ryan was newer here, but Ryan was the hardest worker and he is hilarious and he is talented and he is going to go on to do wonderful things. Keep your eye on him. Um, so I just want to acknowledge when people say it's not going to be the same. That is true. It's just not going to be the same. Absolutely. And we're all kind of acknowledging that today and living and living with that feeling. Um, you said that um, uh, you wanted to start with gut reactions. And mm. I will just say that for my own gut reaction, of course, you're just gutted. Yeah. Anytime um, you lose a member of your staff and we have lost members of our staff over the years. And this was no easier than the people that we've lost up to this point. Um, and, you know, even though um, we are in the time that we are in and we are f- more fortunate than most, we are not immune. And that's just been another lesson for all of us, specifically the people who had to learn that lesson firsthand. And I can't even begin to imagine what that's like learning that lesson in this moment. So I am just incredibly you know, grateful for the time that we've had with those people. And I look forward to all of the amazing things that they're going to do c- going forward. And Um, you know, we've all, um, heard from the people that are not with us and we know that they're in a good place or they're, you know, they're in a safe place. Um, and we wish them all the best. And I know that for our show, you know, we, um, again, talking about gut reactions, whenever we're presented with, um, change, we're like, all right, what do we got to do? Yeah. And, you know, that's going to mean that um, and Holly, you can speak to this yourself, but that's going to mean that we're going to be flexible as a show. And um, Holly, you're going to be pulled in different directions and um, we're all going to, you know, find ourselves in a in a we find ourselves in a different place today, but we're going to find ourselves um, in a different place tomorrow. And I'm just very grateful for the people around us to help us get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just, you know, from a gut reaction, it was it was really heavy on Friday, man. And everybody's yeah. got emotions. And I also love that you get to see how people react in these times, like how people deal with change, how people deal with um, bad news, how they deal with adversity, and also how they deal with, um, frankly, what I don't want to spend a lot of time on is trolls and mm. the number of just just unfortunate people who take to social media and use other people's grief and other people's um, sadness and um, just that would use somebody's heartbreak for their own personal um, attention seeking Mm -hmm. um, online, like on Facebook and Twitter. It's just, it's really unfortunate. But here's what I know. What I know at the end of the day is that our listeners are like, have, have done an amazing thing by sort of gathering around us, giving everybody involved great big hugs for the most part. And that'll drown out all the other nonsense that, um, you know, people have been squawking about online. So, you know, here's something I do want to acknowledge because, um, because I've noticed, you know, and I've heard our colleagues talk a little bit too about how people are reacting. And what I want to say is this, um, we are, we are going through a very specific loss here on my talk right now. However, the world, the whole world, the entire world, there's not a corner of this world that is not touched by the grief of what is happening um, with this 
pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so I want to just acknowledge that during times of, of grief, during times of pain, people react in ways that may be uncharacteristic of how they would normally conduct themselves. And I want to give grace in that moment. It doesn't make anything okay when somebody has said something hurtful or cruel, but, but I want to just acknowledge that we all have the ways that we impulsively react to things that threaten our normalcy. And that there's been a lot of different ways that people have reacted in that. And um, I'm trying to have grace and I'm hoping that other people will have grace and I'm hoping that people will have grace with themselves, but also with my talk as we forget, as we figure this out, um, that people will be thoughtful about how their words, what their words mean and, and how, how they communicate their feelings. Um, and that's really kind of just, I wanted to make sure that I acknowledged that because this is a painful time for everybody and change is hard in any, in any form. It is difficult. It's incredibly hard right now. And I want to acknowledge that. Um, and Holly, I just want to give you an opportunity also to give voice. I know that, um, you and Donnie have a really special relationship. Oh yeah. You know, and I think that you guys have both talked about this so eloquently that, you know, we are working in multitude multitudes in that and multitudes. Well, let's, on this show. let's be real. I mean, let's mm-hmm. have, we, we've got some regularity okay. here. Okay. <laughs> that, you know, we're working in the space and we're right along there with you. Mm-hmm. These are our colleagues. These are people that we get to share creativity with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And the kind of work that we do here at my talk is rooted in joyful collaboration. And then to suddenly have that taken away. Yeah. There is that sad space. So like we are with you. Yeah. We are with you and all yeah. of that. And, you know, too, specifically, you know, speaking to uh, the, you know, I have a closer, rela- close relationship with Donnie. And as much, we have been sitting in the same booth for years. Yeah. And one of the things that I want to d- direct people to, so I can speak on Donnie is that a couple of years ago, we did a, t- a podcast called stories from top 40 And it was an idea that was presented to Donnie as a way to showcase his immense musical knowledge. Yeah. Because one of the things that Donnie is loved for being on the air is that he has been on the air for forever. Yeah. And he's like an encyclopedia. Yes. Literally just a walking home. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And that uh, his time at my talk is should be celebrated his time on the air should be celebrated uh and that i want to direct people and i'll tweet this out we did an episode of stories from top 40 and this is something an episode that i will say that i wanted to do and it was my idea i wanted to celebrate donnie's love of broadcasting starting from the very beginning and donnie has always wanted to be a broadcaster and he has done it he mm-hmm. is doing it. Yep. And so I'm going to put up a link and it will tell you about the history of Donnie. You're going to be able to hear Donnie from demo tapes from 1968 That's that so he awesome. made in his bedroom in where he was living at the time in the Bronx. He's from New York City. So I want everyone to go and to listen to that and just experience the joy mm-hmm. of stuff like that. And that's the kind of work that we do at my talk. It's in the spirit of joyful collaboration. Absolutely. And also just to add to that, like. We all have an appreciation of what a gift this experience is. Mm -hmm. And Donnie and Ryan most certainly had an appreciation of that gift Mm -hmm. and um, what that gift meant and, you know, how precious that gift is and how often, unlike other opportunities we have in life, this gift really is like it's not your regular job. And I think they 
you know, um, more than a lot. And Donnie, certainly more than anyone here, I think truly appreciates that gift. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those of you, and I just, I do want to just really quickly speak to this before we leave to go to the dirt alert. A lot of people have said, you know, why did Donnie not get to say goodbye? And why did Ryan not get to say goodbye? Um, I think it's important to know that that is, um, there's a number of reasons why among them, the fact that when you learn that you have been laid off, um, I think we can all put ourselves in the position of how difficult that would be then to open up the microphone. And uh, as you are dealing with the grief and the understanding of yeah. what that means for you, absolutely. Um, what, how, how would you even begin to have that conversation into a microphone? That's only one reason um, it is, it is customary, but please, I want to just know, I want you to know on behalf of Ryan and Donnie. And I feel like I can say this on behalf of them that that just would have been a very difficult thing to do. And it is, and it is not because they aren't appreciative of you all and your support and the jobs that they've done here. And I'm hoping that at some point we will get the opportunity to hear from them in one way or another. But that is, um, that, that is why you don't get the customary goodbye. Oh, I'm great. And it's hard. I'm confident. We've not heard the last from Donnie and Ryan for sure. And all, once a talker, always a talker, all other people, but, um, Again, thanks to them. I mean, we've—they were a part of our show as well. You know, yeah. Ryan. Like, we didn't. Um, I, I don't think we've said that said this explicitly, but he's filled in a number of times on our show, and also, I think he was um, fulfilling producer duties on occasion, either before how I don't remember when Ryan got here. He was after me, and mm-hmm. let me tell you that Ryan is a yes and. Oh, yeah, he, yes. he, absolutely. Uh, beyond through and through. through and through, and how much he did that at my talk is something to celebrate and that again celebrating yes Yes. and it's how we know he will he will be a success in whatever he does next um i also i i could not move forward without also acknowledging um that one of the other people that was laid off was paul black oh gosh and Mm -hmm. i don't want to cry i have worked here for 18 years i've been here since almost the very beginning paul black and i both worked on a show a morning show very early in my career here. And we have been through so much together and he is one of the best people I know. And I'm going to miss him terribly. Well, he's one of, he's one of those people that would, he's just genuine. Um, He is genuine. It's not, he's not gone. He's here. He's just not with us right mm-hmm. now, but he's just one of those people you can always count on hearing the truth from. Like he won't, he will not suffer fools gladly. Mm-hmm. So I, I will miss that quality. Cause that is not a, that's a quality I um, respect in people. Mm-hmm. It's not a quality. There's a lot of in the world. So um, I will miss that about Paul for sure. And the hard part for everybody right now is also for us, at least that we can't go to those people that we care so deeply for and hug them like we want to and um be together in a space i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...together. And so, um, you know, I just... Uh, that's... 
this is going to continue to be hard. And so uh, let's all just have some grace and patience with each other. And when we come back, we're going to try to start to have fun again. Um, but we will be mentioning, uh, you know, these these friends of ours throughout the show and no doubt throughout the weeks to come because they their presence will be missed for sure around the hallways right here at my talk. Um, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese will be joining us with a dirt alert on my talk. One oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. The beautiful Elizabeth Reese is joining us for a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, darling. Hi, my friends. How are you holding up? Wonderful. Um, sad, but you know we're we're going we're we're going with it. I'm in the same boat. I know. I know. You know, have you didn't get a chance to do the dirt alert this morning? Did you? I didn't know because um, Jason, Alexis, and Don and Kenny were talking about um, you know the folks that were like, oh from yeah. Hubbard Radio and how difficult that has been. And so they continued that conversation, which I definitely think was well, the right call. If you, I mean, not to put you on the spot, but oh. if you need to include any of your, you know, grief-filled thoughts, oh, we are sweet. here for you. No, I really appreciate that. It's just a very difficult thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I it's think, um, you know, that I sent out a lot of text messages on Friday just mm-hmm. saying how sorry I was. And, um, you know, and I've been through a layoff before where I was let go and I know how difficult that is yeah. and how uncertain you feel. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't during a global pandemic. Yeah. Which just is like the thing Adds that makes it. To the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a tough, um, it's, it's a, a tough, tough time, time for everybody. But I do feel um, just fortunate to work for a company that really takes that decision very seriously oh, yeah. and then how they handle it very seriously mm-hmm. um, and treating people with as much respect and then giving them as much as they possibly can to move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I do have some dirt to deliver to, though. Bring Shall I it. get to that? Yeah. Uh, Leslie Stahl, who is, of course, a 60 Minutes correspondent, a legendary journalist. She said she's finally feeling well after a battle with COVID-19 <gasps> that left her hospitalized no for a week. Kidding. Well, right? Crazy. So, she said... At the end of a broadcast on Sunday, um, the 60 Minutes broadcast, she said one of the rules of journalism is don't become part of the story. <laughs> Leslie Stahl's old school journalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These, these days, it's a whole different thing. Um, she said, but instead of covering the pandemic, I was one of the more than f- one million Americans who did become part of it. So she's 78 years old. And um, she said there was a cluster of 60 Minutes employees with the virus. One had almost no symptoms, while others had almost every symptom you can imagine. She mm. said each case is different. Um, She said she was really grateful for the hospital care that she did receive, but that when she got there, she found an overworked and nearly overwhelmed staff. Mm. I just, you know, it's such an interesting, I almost am more fascinated by stories like these, wherein you see how a group of people um, react. You know, it's very easy to sort of get um, sidetracked by onesie twosie stories and Mm -hmm. think like, oh God, oh God, because... But again, it's just one person, right? But when you hear about a cluster of people and you see how it can just randomly affect um, different people in different ways. Right. They all probably got it from the same place, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, one person walked into work and had it and Mm -hmm. then gave it to everybody, which is what we see when we see all those little diagrams of the people. And then it's one person and then the people all mow down. Yep. Or or they're, you know, lit on fire in some of those graphics, which I find to be... It's a little bit... That's jarring, isn't (laughs) it? It's alarming. Um, But when you do see sort of that little study what it, i mean that's essentially what it is it's like a little study okay expose this group of people to it and then see what happens to each person and each person experiences something different very interesting 
It's just bizarre. And that's why we continue to wear masks and... Thank you! ...why we don't take things lightly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'll stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. <laughs> There's a lot of difficult... There's uh, a lot of difficult Stay vigilant, people. This. I know. Um, Miranda Lambert calling her husband the most amazing travel companion. She got a really cool new Airstream. And then now they're just going to be traveling. Oh, in okay, it. can we Jealous. talk about drive that around airstream? In it. Airstreams it is, are the coolest. They really are, and that one is Gucci. Of course, not that you haven't already figured out like where to buy such thing, Colleen. I mean, maybe I look at them occasionally. <laughs> like she's <laughs> constantly for... on the lookout. That's fun. You should get one. She Miranda Lambert has a collection of vintage airstreams. This is the first new one she bought. Oh God, she has a collection. collection. Yep. Oh, and they're jealous. hitting the road. That's Miranda Lambert's uh, life, my friend. Elizabeth, thank you <laughs> Thanks, for guys. that dirt alert. When we come back, we need somebody to play our thirty-second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. On my talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh-huh. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture on the phone today, Colleen. We've got Kim on the line, and what is Kim playing for? Kim is playing for a big, fat one of these. A My Talk 1071 t-shirt. Hey, Kim, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Kim? Hello? Are you ready? Uh, as ready as I'm ever going to be. Okay, well, I know you, the feeling. you just hold on tight, because the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Cobra okay. Command... Cobra Command is the nemesis of what action figure team? The Avengers? No. Oh, dang. I don't know. Anna Wintour is the editor-in-chief of what magazine? Oh, crap. Vogue? Yep. Squirtle is a type of what fictional uh, species? Whale? No. Fictional. Pat. Dwayne Chapman is better known by what nickname? Oh, man, I think at this. No, I don't know. It's okay, honey. I'm so sorry, Kim. You didn't get all those correct, and thus, you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. But that don't mean nothing, because you can play tomorrow. You can play any other day. We do it every day at 1230. Let's get to those questions that Kim did not get correct. Yes, Queen. Cobra Command is the nemesis of what action figure team? G. Uh, Joe. And a Squirtle... Is a type of what fictional species? Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. It's also uh, a beverage. Minus the ol. Oh, squirt. Yeah. Mm. Dwayne Chapman is better known by the nickname... Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, and we didn't even get to who turns the letters on the wheel of Fortune. That's Vanna White. She's so... She... Knows the alphabet better than anybody I've ever known. She does. Well, she better. Right? She's been doing. a requirement of her duties. All right. Uh, And now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot and fresh celebrity gossip mysteries. Yes. Here's your first little uh, juicy morsel to nosh on. Okay. 
The former actress turned escort, all of you know, has her current guy financially supporting her family, which is why everyone <sighs> thinks he's the best. Oh, uh, Lindsay Lohan. I was going to say Lindsay, but I don't know because remember why they think he's the best. Remember, I've on never seen Friday. That. We had yeah, you have you just forgot because on Friday we had that. Uh, conversation about Dina Lohan, who was like, Lindsay has a new boyfriend and she'll talk about him when he's ready, but he's a wonderful man. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let me fill in the blank. So Lindsay Lohan has her current guy financially supporting her entire family, which is why everyone, including mom Dina Lohan, thinks this guy is the best. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we shall know more, apparently. Yes, more shall be revealed. All right, another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. This former B-plus list, mostly movie actress, who essentially who is essentially not allowed to work as part of her deal with the foreign-born A-plus list, mostly movie actor, recently went even further to the point out that our actress is basically a single mom at this point. Um, oh my God, there's so many moving parts. I know. Is this Katie Holmes? No. The former because, B, because he's not foreign born. The former B plus list, mostly movie actress. She's not allowed to work. Oh. Um mm. because of her deal with the foreign born A plus yeah. list. So she so what oh, the blind no. item is saying is that these two, the former B plus list, mostly movie actress, and the former foreign born, former A plus list, mostly movie actor, have an arrangement. Where basically she's not allowed to work because he does all the work and for them. And what I'm reading is that he might be stepping out on her and is not around. Mm. And essentially she's a single mom at this so point. So this, the foreign born A plus lister seems like that should be the easiest one to get because A plus list. We right? know him. Yes. And he's mm. foreign born. Yes. So it's not George Clooney. No. Uh. Younger. And she's not an actress. Okay, younger. Mm-hmm. Younger. Oh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Thank you. So, Blake Lively, who is essentially not allowed to work as part of her deal with Ryan Reynolds, apparently he went out to the point that she's just a single mom right now. Rude. I don't know what Ryan Reynolds is doing. But, in what but here's what's so fascinating about this. So let's pick this apart because it says it's essentially she's not allowed to work as part of her deal with Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. So that deal implies what? That this is a publationship? Ding, ding, ding. What's a publationship? That is a relationship for the purposes of publicity. Okay, so... Um, He's gone even further to the to point out that the actress is basically a single mom. So he's he's like rubbing it in. Wait, is that what it sounds Holly? Like. Does that come from like is there like an article that supports that? Has he done that like publicly? Well, he's been out and about, and I want to say that he has gone viral for oh. mm, some videos that he's been posting. And he's <sighs> Ryan Reynolds gives seniors. At old high school free pizza. So that really doesn't mean much of anything. That's a headline mm -hmm. that's running right now. But how curious. What an interesting relationship. I would like to know more about this. Uh, we are going to have to put our eyes directly on everything about the two of them. Well, mm -hmm. So that we can untangle this mystery. What I was going to say is, is this is actually not surprising in the sense that we've known, first of all, because Enti Lawyer did a whole podcast on... Um, 
like the people who put out one thing and then are totally different behind the scenes, essentially um, a list of actors that are trash on the inside. Oh, and he was on oh, that that's list. Right. Now, I so, also I sorry to interrupt. But our friend Panda on Twitter is bringing up a good point. And also another couple that could fit this bill. Oh, Ava Mendez yeah. and Ryan Gosling. That oh, is interesting. Sure. Well, we haven't heard hide nor hair out of them for ever in a day. Right? That's 100% true. Huh. But back to um, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Um, I'm curious about the deal part of it because the deal part of it indicates to me that this is more than just like a mutually beneficial publication. Right. This, this is something... se- there's like a formality to it, which actually I would tend to think that now that I'm thinking about it, the Ava Mendez one might seem a better fit because Blake Lively very much has her own um, brand, right? Like right. does Ava Mendez at this point, although Ryan Gosling to be sure, hasn't had much of a like, career out in publicity yeah, publicity he, land anyway he's i you know what here's why i think i think that that's a really good guess the ryan gosling and ava mendez but ryan gosling i wouldn't even be able to put him at a plus right now yeah. because he hasn't been working as consistently as ryan ryan reynolds has right he's been actually you know front and center in a way that ryan gosling kind of hasn't been recently i don't know all eyes on this though because that's fascinating oh. More celebrity gossip mysteries. Even her own publicist has no idea what to do any longer about the strange world in which the permanent A++ list singer resides. We are witnessing in real time what happens to someone when the powers that be decided your time is up and the celebrity melts down instead of going away silently until some lifetime achievement award in a decade or so. That Madonna? Yeah. I oh, mean. don't worry. She's going to show up in another segment in the show Read today. it! <laughs> so, even Madonna's own publicist has no idea what to do any longer about the strange world in which Madonna resides. We are witnessing in real time what happens to someone when the powers that be decided your time is up and the celebrity melts down instead of going away silently until some lifetime achievement uh, award You know, she just needs to, so. like... T- <laughs> She's actually, she just needs to take the, like, Barbara Streisand share model and, like, find an outlet to communicate in one that's not, I almost said a bad word, bat poop crazy, Mm -hmm. um, like her Instagrams, because her Instagrams are not giving me anything other than concern. But, like, you get to a point in your career where, like, you're just not going to be the same artist anymore, and you have to know that about yourself and find a new space for yourself right right? like Cher's done that she is like she is alive and well I mean I feel like the creative outlet for Cher right now is Twitter yeah (laughs) and she's doing it well and she is bat poop crazy yeah um, in her own way but it's also delightful it's relevant it's connected it's like your mom like being stuck on Twitter and not quite figuring out the technology but like Madonna's like weird just like there's nothing relatable about yeah. what she's doing on Instagram when we come back Holly by the way thank you for those delicious blind items when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show we do have to talk about uh, what we believe is a known publicationship. Uh, and what is a publicationship, Bradley? Relationship for publicity. We've been trying out a name for this publicationship, and I think we've settled on cutlery. Yes. Um, we'll explain to you what that means, but what's a cutlery? <laughs>
That's um, we used to call it a cavalutler, a cavalutler, It's a Jay Cutler and a Renee Zellweger. Nope, that's not. No, her name. it's a uh, Kristen Cavallari <laughs> and Jay Cutler. We're going to talk about them after this on my talk one zero seven one. Uh, I'm glad you're still open. Open, open. Helping support our local businesses through the coronavirus crisis. We are open for business. This is open for business. Still open, yeah? Yeah. On My Talk 1071. We are so excited to invite to the show one of the My Talk 1071 partners, Michelle from California Closets on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And hello, Michelle from California Closets. How are you guys? Oh, you know. We're glad to have you. <laughs> we are glad to have you. With us, we are checking in with a lot of our MyTalk partners um, to talk about the, you know, what kinds of changes and adjustments you've made in this strange world we find ourselves in. Yeah, absolutely. What's it? What's it been like for you, Michelle? Well, ever moving, right? It has been changing a ton. And if you think, about, it's so strange to think it was like seven weeks ago that all of this that oh. we are doing has changed it is nuts but so a a lot of things have changed in a good way I mean we really um, transitioned our business to be able to do um, virtual design consultation so we can work virtually with our clients and especially in a need right now because it seems like we are getting so many people that are so interested because they're able to organize their home now and they're needing to work from a home office and they don't have a home office or they're organizing their pantries or their mudrooms or their kids' closets or their own closets. So we've made it super easy and safe to work with us, which has been great. Oh, I imagine. And I I imagine the, you know, uh, requests for virtual design consultations has, you know, probably increased, especially the longer these um, stay-at-home orders stick around, the more ideas people seem to come up with. You're so right. You are so right. Yeah, and people are perusing the internet more right so they're finding out home projects that they want to do now that they have the time to do and fortunately we were set up really really well before all this for people to be able to um see um can't feel and touch what we have right now but they definitely can visually see what we can do with uh their systems or their closet excuse me systems so that they can um kind of feel it through our CAD system. Like they literally can live it because it's 3D. So they can see exactly what their system is going to look like. Okay, Michelle, I'm going to ask you two questions that are sort of semi-related, but kind of unrelated. Um, And I hope that that helps. (laughs) We're talking to Michelle from California Closets. But my first question, it's not even a question. It's more of a comment that you can expand on is that because closets is in the title, sometimes maybe the misconception that people might have is that the only thing you do is closets, and that's not necessarily true. And the second piece of that is, can you tell people a little bit about what that virtual design um, process is like? Yeah, what a great comment. Isn't that the truth? Like California closets is so well known, which is terrific. But you're right. The second word in California closets makes it feel like we only do do closets in the home. And actually, we're able to do almost any space that someone is having frustration with where they're not organized or they want to bring more useful space to. So um, from anywhere from, like I say, pantries, mudrooms, home offices, garages, anyone's closet in the house. Um, We've done 
um, wall beds in second bedrooms for storage that way. So you are so right that California closets is so much more than just closets for sure. And um, with regard to the virtual consultations, kind of it works really easily. Um, people can give us a call or they can go online through CaliforniaClosets.com and schedule a virtual design consultation. They'll immediately be introduced to one of our professional designers here who works with them specifically on their project. And we're able to Zoom with them. We're able to do a phone call. We're able to do FaceTime. What, you, whatever way is most comfortable for our clients, we've designed a way to speak with them. So, so let's say, you know, um, I'm sitting around the house. I'm spending a lot of time looking at the things that I wish were more organized. And I set up one of those virtual design consultations, Michelle. What's the next step then? Like in this moment, what are you able to do? Like, do you have to um, wait for a period of time before you can do the installation? Or are you actually able to do the installations now? Yeah, thanks. Good good point. So we, yeah, so like we say, introduce you to the designer, get that piece taken care of. You fall in love with the design that the group of you or the two of you create. And then we have found a very safe way for us to go into the client's home. Fortunately, we don't go in with a big group. We typically have just one or two installers who are equipped with face masks. They're equipped with um, the gloves. They're equipped with anything that we need to do for disinfectant. And then we put down plastic on the floor so that we are able to literally move ourselves out and every piece that we've touched when we leave. So it's super safe. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I should say too, I can speak from personal experience, like before all of this, like the level of care and attention to detail that the installers bring with them when they um, you know, bring your system um, into existence is kind of amazing. Cause I, I specifically remember they wear all sorts of, um, Uh, like coverings to protect their shoes, for example, to make sure that they're not tracking stuff in and out of the house. So I can only imagine in this time you guys are even um, even more aware and and paying attention to that stuff. Yeah, you're right. We are. We we were before. You're right. Before all of this all came down, but now even more so. And fortunately, because we had all of those things in place, we just added one more level and it has made our clients feel super comfortable. We um, fortunately have lots of people that want to have us into their home right now to do that, too, which is great. That is great. And it does help people get themselves organized. And that's one of the things you notice when you're, you know, at home a lot. You realize those spots where you could use a little lift. So how do people get started and how do they get in touch with you if they want to go forward with this? Yeah, great. Um, And you are right. I will go back. You're right. People are calling. Well, they could call us or email us to schedule a time for us to meet with them, however they'd like to. If they do if they do want a design consultant to come out to their home, we can do that as well, just to make that point real quick. So, so you can call our phone number, which is online, or you can um, schedule the appointment online at californiaclosets.com. And um, we will, like I say, have a designer come out there, and we can work with your schedule. So mornings, afternoons, evenings, weekends, whatever works for our clients, we'll work with them. Michelle from California Closets, thank you so much for joining us and for uh, chatting with us about the special ways that California Closets is uh, working to help during this time of pandemic. And can I just really add um, or just add really quickly to Michelle, like um, I I just wanted to give you an opportunity to give a shout out to your entire team, because I imagine they've had to be like super flexible in this time. And it's probably been very stressful as it has for all of us. I imagine that, um, you know, they're they're bending and um and shaping themselves in new and different ways too. 
You know what? They are. And so thanks for that, Bradley. And it, it is so rewarding, though, you guys, especially right now where you say we have had people that are so thrilled. They've been living in their houses for seven weeks right now, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And the feeling that these people get when we're done, it's the installers. I mean, they come back. They're so excited. The designers are excited because it really has brought a different perspective to people's life to bring some calm and order during this time. Thank you so much, Michelle, and uh, and best of luck to you, and, and thank you for for joining us again today. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, that was Michelle from California Closets, and Bradley, you and I both have California Closets in our own homes and can't say enough great about the great work that they do, and so they're still doing it. If you have an area of your home that you're thinking, that's a mess, yeah, California no, Closets. Mean, uh, like trust that we have at least a half a dozen things around the house that I'm like, oh God, we need to have California there. They are so much more. And I'm glad you brought that up. They are so much more than just um, closets. They really do help you organize things. Mm -hmm. Like there's not a part of getting ready in the morning that California closets hasn't, um, you know, had a, um, hasn't had a part in figuring out like where I go from room to room. So when we had our front hall closet done by them, they measured my kids' backpacks for goodness sake. I mean, that's the level level of detail. Yeah. Uh, All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what unrealistic place would you want to be in quarantine at? We'll tell you a story. We'll ask that question after this on my talk. 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.